I thought maybe we could change things up a bit for this episode. Judging from social media, the only legal issues people are really interested in these days are whether you can keep pet tigers, laws about polyamorous relationships, and what kind of federal sentence you can expect for hiring a hitman. Well, on FindLaw.com, we do have exotic animal laws for every state, and apparently people are visiting them frequently. I keep seeing our pages shared on Twitter and Facebook, and it's apparently the first place to go after watching Tiger King. So what's your plan here, Joe? Change your last name to exotic, dye your hair blonde, <gasps> grow a mullet? Yes. <laughs> it's not like I get out now anyway. Might as well have a party in the back. <laughs> a mullet is a fantastic idea, Joe, just so long as you're wearing pants. That's the joke now, right? I've seen that everywhere now that people are working from home. Yeah, I've seen that too. And, you know, speaking of suddenly relevant legal issues, it's probably not a good idea to ask coworkers if they're wearing pants, right? We can't do that. Uh, no, we can't. However, some people do need reminding that pants are not optional for business meetings, virtual or otherwise. We're only a few weeks into the self-quarantining thing, and already we have a lot of examples of people not understanding this whole how-to-work-from-home-appropriately thing. Wait, are you trying to tell me that someone just went full-on Donald Duck in a work video conference? Uh, not at Fine Law, to be clear, but yeah, it's happening all across the world these days. Good thing that today we're talking about working from home, how to manage it, what tech you need, and plenty of talk about what not to do. And since everyone has finished watching Tiger King, we'll try to provide you with a little more entertainment too. Thanks for joining us on Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. And uh, for the record, yeah, we're all wearing pants. Welcome to Fine Laws Don't Judge Me, the podcast about the real life of lawyering. I'm Laura Temme, and I'm joined by our usual crew, Allie Marshall. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Joe Fawbush. Hey, y'all. And Andy Leonetti. How's it going, Laura? Well, you know, we're all recording from home, so I guess I'll ask the group, how is everybody doing? <laughs> Not well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been an adjustment, for sure. Yeah, I, I miss people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I miss sitting in a hot, cramped studio with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about um, some of the complexities of working from home, uh, tech that you might need, how to keep it professional in your video conferences. Some of us have some personal stories to tell. Keep it professional or keep it real? Uh, both. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that's a line that you have to find yourself. <laughs> oh, I, I, fo I found it. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Well, so Andy, do you want to kick us off with your uh, your personal story of a little bit of a remote work mix up? Uh, I would be honored. Um, <laughs> this is a true story for our <laughs> listeners out there. And it took place only a couple of weeks ago. Um, at Fine Law. You are part of a small team, but then your your small team is then part of many other small teams that make up a bigger team. And so we were having a very large team meeting uh, a couple Friday afternoons ago. Uh, I'd say there were at least 50 people in this meeting, right, everyone? Yeah, probably. At, yeah, at least. At least. Oh, I think more. Sorry to freak you out, but yeah, more for sure. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's okay. Um, so the, the four of us also had a, uh, a little side chat going on in a different program during this meeting. 
And that right there, folks, is lesson number one. Yep. <laughs> Just, I don't do not care. Live, do not live tweet the meeting. I, I do not care what the meeting is. I don't care if you're, if you're bored to tears. Just resist, resist the urge at all costs. Because when you don't, something like what I'm about to tell you could happen. So we were, we were getting a little bit rowdy in that chat. You know, making jokes, going back and forth, making fun of each other. And uh, yours truly here tried to tell Allie in a uh, joking manner to get out of here. And, <laughs> yes, that's not and, what we said. And, and, much to our, and much to all of our surprise, I didn't type it in our private chat. I typed it in the team meeting chat. And I didn't say get out of here. I said... Fudge off. <laughs> Only I didn't say fudge either. I said the word. Yeah. The yeah. big one. The yep. queen mother it's... of dirty words. And I, I think I about fell out of my chair, honestly. I did too. I did too. I, mean, I, I, I got up and left the room because I couldn't handle it anymore. Like It was painful. It was horribly painful. Uh, yeah, that's right, this, folks. The F yeah. dash 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 word. Yeah. I think they get it, Andy. Just, <laughs> I don't think you have to believe this. Just, uh, yeah, just relaying this story makes me go numb all over yeah. again. Uh, I, I, I think I really did feel my soul leave my body in yeah. that, in that point, point one seconds that elapsed between me hitting enter, seeing it go up on the WebEx chat. And then in my head was just a, uh, it was, I have no, I, I don't even think I can describe to you what transpired in my head. I think I heard a <laughs> dial tone in my brain, honestly. Yeah. Like, I saw it and I just realized like, it was like slow motion. And then Joe and I were hopping into our chat and going, Andy, that was the wrong window. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I try to figure out how to delete it, but I don't know. But, yeah, the, 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 be, the best part was you all telling me that I did it after I already realized that I did it. I mean, yeah. this all this all unfolded in like literally a half a second. Mm -hmm. But like by the time jo Joe messaged me saying like, Leonetti, I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was already like, I know, God. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the moral of the story here, Andy? <laughs> And also, no, I will give a special shout out to uh, Shannon, one of our coworkers, who very deftly tried to just type a lot of messages in the chat box to make my little <laughs> error move just like up the chat and disappear from the screen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shannon, you're the best. <laughs> um, I think, Andy, honestly, though, that is an experience that probably a lot of people around the country and mm -hmm. the world are facing and encountering these days, uh, lawyers too. Um, so thank you for putting yourself out there and sharing that story to yeah, us, right? Uh, mm -hmm. After a round of apologies and uh, self-flagellation, <laughs> self the, <laughs> the water is quickly calmed. And that's because mm -hmm. we work at a very understanding place full of people who are like, yeah, stuff happens. It's mm -hmm. it's all it's all good. <laughs> like <laughs> you realize you weren't supposed to do that, right? And I was like, no, no, I'm I'm very happy I did it. No, that's a joke. <laughs> Yet again, I realized that that should not have happened. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, I apologize for being super annoying and requiring that response from you. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was your warranted. it was it was your fault. It was your fault. <laughs> it was my fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was and I and after I logged back onto my computer on Monday morning and I saw that there were no angry messages waiting for me, I quickly moved into like, okay, this is very funny territory in my brain. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I've thought about all the ways that this could have been so much worse. Oh, yeah. Um, we've we've heard a lot of stories over the last couple of weeks of people doing things that are much worse, like not yeah. wearing pants on a video conference. Why? Or, uh, that one I really can't figure out. Or we, How is it comfortable? <laughs> that I don't know. Or we had a a story go around between the four of us. There we uh, Was that judge in Brazil where there was a judge on a video conference who was shirtless? <laughs> not yeah. not Mm-hmm. And we've heard about attorneys being shirtless for hearings. And it just, I, I, I don't know. I don't have words for it. Yeah. A, uh, We're a, clothes, people. We're all of them. <laughs> We're all of your clothes just to be on the safe side. We can see you and we can hear you. Also, yes. mute yourselves. Mute yes. yourselves if you're not yep. talking. Mm-hmm. The mute button is your friend. <laughs> yeah. So just you're so dreaming. that uh, in, in case... Nobody has seen this in our audience yet. So what Laura was talking about was uh, there is a, a judge in uh, Miami, I believe. Who yeah, not did I say Brazil? Not Bra- Broward, Sorry, I don't know. Broward County. Close. I don't yeah, know why there is, I said but that. The, no, there was, there was one in Brazil as well. This is, this oh, is happening too. around the okay. world. Yeah. So the Got one it. in Brazil involved an actual judge who was getting on mm-hmm. a conference with other judges. And he just appeared initially without his shirt. And this was a... a public thing that anybody could access and he, he just kind of mm-hmm. calmly looked up and then uh left and then came back with his shirt on like uh like, yeah yeah this is what happens like nothing to that's see the here. seinfeld episode that's where uh george george <laughs> yes. takes his shirt off in the bathroom at his at his uh girlfriend's house and he comes out and there's a party happening too and he comes out without his shirt on and you see <laughs> the horror wash over his face as he like realizes what he's done as he's standing there in this room full of people with mm. dockers and a belt, dress shoes <laughs> and no shirt on. <laughs> but I feel like some of these, some of these examples involves a shocking lack of self-awareness. Like I don't think some people even realize or that first of all, that it's important to wear clothes if you're going to be appearing on camera or second that they can be seen. I don't know what it mm-hmm. is, but yeah, it was a uh, Broward circuit judge, Dennis Bailey, who <laughs> said that lawyers have zoomed into hearings shirtless undercovers in bed oh gosh. and <laughs> in, in beach wraps out by a pool. Oh, well, aren't they lucky? <laughs> It's still so, snowing here, so yeah. you know, yeah. that's cool. Now, here, here is the one thing, though. Um, you know, when you're in a small apartment, like, you know, I mean, which you may be in Miami, and you have a court appearance that you have to be at, and you have small children as well, there's only so many places that you can go in your apartment. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I I don't think, like, like being in bed under the covers is... Is unnecessary, but you know, I I do think judges should be understanding if you're in a background where, you know, you wouldn't ordinarily be. Like if you need to go to your bedroom or 
you know, your closet just so that you won't be interrupted by your children or your dogs. I think that's okay. And, you know, with Zoom, you can do different backgrounds and that sort of thing to just get rid of anything in the back, um, which would be good. But yeah, I mean, I mean, some of the attorneys, you do, you do question just what they were thinking and if they've ever done video chat before, um, just because, mm-hmm. yeah, who, who would think it's a good idea to, to do it without a shirt on? I mean, you know, or I feel in your like, bed. Yeah. I mean, I, f- yeah, I don't know. I feel like judges are, will be understanding and opposing counsel's understanding, but if you're like clearly not taking it seriously enough or remaining professional, <laughs> then they're going to mm-hmm. call you out as they should. Well, and I think it's it's one thing to forget that you have some kind of strange artwork on your wall behind you, which is also a pro tip that I learned yeah. um, doing video interviews, actually, <laughs> when I, I did a take of something and then realized I had um, a poster from a play that I worked on that was really weird on the wall behind me. And I just, like, oh, no, <laughs> so I took that down and redid it. <laughs> but um, it's yeah, I think that's one thing to yeah realize that you have something strange in the background but yeah you know taking your laptop to the bathroom with you during a meeting just oh. wait oh, until the meeting's woman. over yep. that poor I mean, woman and i've seen more than one of those that people yeah. keep making that mistake it's that crazy. poor woman out there she had it way worse <laughs> than i did yeah yes well you can I mean, you can do things to control some of this, like blurring your background. A lot of the video call platforms will allow you to do that or have a virtual background. I mean, you could be calling in your meeting from, you know, Disney World or wherever. Ooh, the, the, bridge, <laughs> the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. Ooh, that there would be cool. There you go. Um, or something more professional. Um, you know, for me personally, I, <laughs> I have older children, so that's less of a worry right now. But, like, my spouse thinks it's hilarious to walk behind me during calls. And so he I does. need to, like, give him a heads up when not to do that, when it's not <laughs> appropriate. And then, you know, little kids, I think that's something that you have to figure out. Um for those meetings or calls with the court or something that you really want to minimize the possibility of the kid flying in like that guy on the interview in South Korea, oh, <laughs> the yeah. kids flying in and the, his, the mom after him. Yeah, um, no, the, yeah, but, sorry. You know, that, that dad's way too uptight. Those kids are cute. Oh no, he, he was, he was fine with it. I thought he handled it pretty well, but um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, but when you have little kids, like you don't know, Always. You can't always anticipate. You can't always keep them out of the picture. And I think people are mostly understanding of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allie, your son who always wants to give you a hug is. Oh, is, yeah. It's is, very is, yeah. is the best. He's the best. <laughs> well, yeah, that that cuddle time. I try to schedule it so that he doesn't. <laughs> he really likes to join these calls. And then my oldest, who you guys never hear because he's a teenager now and doesn't want to be on any type of recording ever when he was four. I was on a conference call with a judge and he yelled to me from the top of the stairs, I gotta go poop. (laughs) And I, I hit mute just in time, but it could have been bad. I'm sure they would have understood and laughed, but still, you know, it's hard to be professional from home. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. It is. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately though, if you're in judge Bailey's courtroom, he says you're going to earn the same amount of respect that you're shown. Yeah, that seems fair mm-hmm. to some extent. Judge Bailey, let's let's cut people slack on the T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that does make me think, because, you know, most of us have worked from home pretty regularly for at least the last couple of years. And 
you know, there really are some things that you can do to make it a little easier on yourself. Um, you know, like creating your own workspace where you go to every day, uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't multitask, you know, like, no, I I've, I've come to, I've come to loathe that workspace too, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at least then see if, if you keep your own workspace in the house and you do come to loathe it, then at least the rest of the house is safe. Right. Because then you're done with the day and then you can go to the rest of the house where it's like not a work environment. Right. I mean, the problem mm-hmm. happens when yes. you can never feel like you're away from work because you've always got your laptop with you in every room and mm-hmm. everybody can contact you whenever. And there's no real end of the work day because you know, you're just at home all the time. So mm-hmm. I, I do think that having that workspace, you know, you, you may not look forward to it just like you may not look forward to going to work in the morning, but at least then it's a, no, I'd so. never feel that way. I'd never. <laughs> no, that. I know. I'm, I'm talking to the audience. Yeah. Andy, I don't know what course. that's like. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I, I do think it helps, and I and I do think it helps to to not multitask. You know, I mean, it it's super hard now because everybody's kids are home with them as as well, and so there's, you know, always something to do with like, uh, you know, helping kids with schoolwork and you know mm-hmm. cleaning up the house, and and there's all sorts of things to do. Oh, the dishes. The oh. dishes. <laughs> yeah. Why are there so many dishes right now? I know. I mean, I know why, but it's annoying. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm not used to having three meals a day at home, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're we're running the oh, the meal the meal planning is the meal planning is all out of whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. One of our coworkers said the other day in a meeting, like, if I eat sloppy joes one more time, I'm gonna lose my <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is such a midwestern yeah. thing to say. It was really oh, funny. so many, so many Slappy Joes. So oh, many Slappy Joes. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to get back to the uh, video fails a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe's here for reveling in other people's pain, apparently. Pretty much, yes. That's <laughs> why we all I get into it. podcasting, isn't it? Um, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It's why I do anything, really. Uh, no, I. We're, but we were talking about, um, you know, blurring the the screen behind you, and and that's a good idea. And then Zoom, I know, has different backgrounds that you can do. Uh, but I did see a couple of instances where Zoom got confused, and instead of blurring the background, they actually blurred the person talking. And mm-hmm. so it, it 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 would be just you in your living room talking to like a potato. I mean that's a that's an actual I saw example. That story. <laughs> no, yeah, that's I've real. The, that is I've real. A woman accidentally background. turned herself into a potato for an entire meeting. Oh, I did meeting. see that. That was funny. Oh, it, yeah. it was wild. Oh, and and she couldn't figure out how to fix it, so she just had to be a potato for the entire meeting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, love, oh. I would be a potato. Oh, <laughs> the tech side of this stuff can be really difficult. Even outside of turning yourself into a potato, you know, especially as attorneys, we have some security issues that we have to worry about uh, as far as confidentiality. If all of a sudden you're conducting all your meetings via video chat, you have to find ways to make sure that everything is secure. Um, I've written a couple of things about this that we can definitely put in the show notes. Um, but I, a couple tips that I wanted to bring up. Don't use Zoom. <laughs> Zoom, Yes. Actually, Zoom has had some data privacy issues. 
So I think my biggest tip would be to check for end-to-end encryption and make sure to read whether or not they actually have it, because that's the issue that Zoom ran into. They were saying that they had end-to-end encryption, but in reality, the the company itself had access to the audio and video that people were that people were using, and that has mm. caused a lot of problems. Oh, tisk tisk Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows, maybe maybe they're going to be fixing it now that a lot of people are using Zoom. Um, you also want to make sure that your Wi-Fi is secure, which a couple one easy thing you can do is make sure to change the name of your router and the password. I pretty recently learned that. Mm-hmm. To yeah. NSA. <laughs> really? That's my favorite router. That's my favorite mm-hmm. name. I can't wait. I got to change the like password that comes from the like ISP. Yes. And you want to change the name of the router as well. Um, or at the very least, change the n- if you want to keep the password, change the name of the router. Because the problem is, if you keep your, your router named, you know, Netgear 45 or whatever, if a hacker is looking through the list of Wi-Fi networks wherever you live, and they see that Netgear, then they know they have access to the default passwords that Netgear has. And so it just makes knowing what type of router you have makes it that much easier for them to hack That it. is unsettling. It is. I learned that <laughs> fairly recently, and you bet I changed mine. <laughs> well, so. I hope you've enjoyed the uh, the trove of data, China, Russia, <laughs> Kazakhstan, wh- whoever, exactly. else, whoever else. <laughs> so that, yes, that is a really good way to make your Wi-Fi a little bit more secure if you're worried about confidentiality. Uh, another good way to do it is to use a VPN, uh, which is a virtual private network for anyone who hasn't heard of that before. Um, a lot of them are free. A lot of them come with other um, security packages like your antivirus for your computer. Um, and basically it just sort of scrambles your network so that uh, and connects it to a secure server um, so that it just makes your Internet connection harder to hack. Um, so that's another, I guess, pro tip too. <laughs> is scramble the, uh, the technical scramble is the technical term. I'm okay. a lawyer, not an IT guy. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I'm a lawyer, not an IT. <laughs> <laughs> These are just things that I've learned over the years. <laughs> so Laura, what, what are some of the best video chat options? I mean, no, it, you know, I, I think you've sure. used a couple of different ones, right? I have. Yeah. And, and I've done a little bit of research on this, um, and it depends a little bit on whether you want a free connection or security. You, you just kind of have to do the research to determine what's going to work best for you and your business. Uh, let's see. So a couple of the good ones. Um, Apple users actually can use FaceTime. That is end-to-end encrypted. So that's fairly safe as far as contacting clients and that kind of thing. Um, WhatsApp, which is a pretty popular international texting platform that works on Wi-Fi. Um is free and also offers end-to-end encryption. And then um, probably the most secure would be a service called Wire, which is a paid subscription, but they have the encryption you need and they also have different encryption keys for every message. So it's just that much more secure. So if you have meetings that you really want to ensure no one, including your internet service provider or the platform provider is going to have access to, then that is probably an option to look into. So I want to ask a WhatsApp question though, because sure. they're because they're owned by Facebook. They are. And so 
I'm you can probably you can see I'm gonna about to put on my tinfoil hat yep. here. <laughs> but like, does that mean that Facebook does not have access to a conversation on WhatsApp? Correct, yes. Because I have an extremely, extremely hard time believing that. I know. <laughs> yeah. From what I understand, WhatsApp uses true end-to-end encryption, which means that the only people who have access to that information are the sender and the receiver. So in general, even WhatsApp doesn't have access to that data. Okay. As Sweet. long as it's true end-to-end encryption. And again, that's the issue that Zoom ran into is that theirs was sort of this pseudo-encrypted connection that wasn't exactly doing what people thought it was. Yeah, I don't want to have a WhatsApp conversation with someone and then get one of those like insane Facebook <laughs> ads that's like right. yeah. geared specifically to someone from Macoupin County, Illinois, who lives in Hennepin <laughs> County, Minnesota. And it's like some You know you're helping people <laughs> triangulate your location right now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, zip it. All, all of our fans are going to show up at your door. <laughs> There's a lot of people in Hennepin County. That's true. That's true. Here's my yearbook photo and the year I graduated. Here's where I live. Well, Paul already made us give out our last names. Super producer Paul, the man who makes the magic happen. So I think think the ship has sailed. He's in on it. The main thing with all of this is just to do your research and find the best option for your needs. Yeah, just read the fine print, I would say. And don't curse in the chat, folks. And don't curse in the chat. (laughs) So, uh, Laura, that was good information, but I really want to get back to video fails. Um, You are like a dog with a bone today. I I just can't get away from it. Um, So who's got a video fail to end with? Uh, I have one. I recently heard a story about a Harvard Law student, actually, who in a virtual classroom meeting decided it was a good time to show his classmates his gun. Ooh, I heard about this. Um, actually. Not a good time. Yeah. And it, you know, I, I don't exactly recall the details or why he did this, but I would just say that's a, that's probably a don't do, you know, <laughs> it's just was not it a con law class. I think it was. And so, so I, I, mean, I, I don't think it arguably was arguably relevant probably. And I, I don't know if it was exactly intended to intimidate anyone or anything like that but i would say it's still just something to avoid you know it's not necessary and it's most likely gonna freak some people out um so basically don't bring your guns to a meeting whether it's your shirt off or your actual guns (laughs) yes (laughs) just just leave leave, put the guns away Yeah, I mean, I think that's about as good as it's going to get here on uh, Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. So we'll just wrap it up there. Okay, we're going to take a break for a minute. And when we come back, we have a very special surprise cooked up for Andy, our resident non-lawyer. Save valuable time finding and verifying authority, gain an understanding of what relevant cases your opponent may have omitted, and discover peace of mind that your final brief cites the most relevant authority with QuickCheck on Westlaw Edge. QuickCheck quickly and securely analyzes your work or your opponents to suggest highly relevant authority, related briefs and memoranda, and secondary sources that traditional research may have missed. After your document is analyzed, an easy-to-review report is produced that includes targeted suggestions organized by the headings extracted from your document and key site warnings for the cases you already cited. 
Learn more about QuickCheck on Westlaw Edge by visiting tr.com slash quick-check. All right, we're back, and we have something very special planned for Andy, don't we? <laughs> we do. As you, many of you already know, our team includes three of us lawyers and that other guy, Andy, <laughs> who's not a lawyer. Uh, so we thought it might be fun to train him, and I use train in quotes, um, training Andy to be a lawyer, except for we're not going to use the Socratic method. No, definitely not. Instead, we decided Andy should be trained on some of the more physical requirements of being a lawyer. Uh, you know, the actual learning of the law can come later. Or never. Um, Allie, are you ready to train him? I am ready, Joe. Andy, I'm going to need you to grab some items from around your home. Am I going to have to put on a suit for this? I really hate wearing a suit. <laughs> nah, quarantine rules. Here's what you're going to need to have on hand. A headband Check. of some sort. All right. <laughs> a big pile of paper. Got them. Some heavy books. All right. <laughs> An inflated sense of self-importance. And if you don't have that at home, sriracha sauce or any kind of quinoa will do. You, I have, incidentally, I do have all the food, but you know I got the ego for this. <laughs> all right, cool. And then water, because of course we always want to make sure that we're staying well hydrated. I mm. am drinking water out of a Thomson Reuters branded water bottle that instructs oh. that instructs me to bring my thirst for knowledge. So we're oh, that's well, there amazing. We go. Perfect. Okay. The first exercise we're going to do is called the burpee of proof. I hate burpees. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? No. Okay. So in this exercise, you have to prove that a company was negligent in their actions. So grab that stack of papers. In is your this hands. big enough? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I'd, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a strong case, but we'll go with it. This is a this is a Bluff City Law case. <laughs> wow, exactly. what a callback. <laughs> Ding. All right. Um, so put it on the ground and then kick out your feet just like a regular burpee. Okay. Make sure your papers and your hands stay secure and organized and then jump back up. Still carrying the stack of papers and then at the end you have to yell preponderance. <laughs> okay. All right, ready? Uh, Go. <laughs> Nicely done. Preponderance. <laughs> Louder. Okay, that's one. Preponderance. Again. That's two. Feel the burn. You're winning your case, Preponderance. Andy. You're winning your case. Yay. All right, one Prepon more. Three. Preponderance. Okay, one more. All right. Uh, so now we're going to move on to the squat and object. <sighs> so as okay. a litigator, you really need to know your rules of evidence and know them well and on your feet. So start in the squat position. Are you there, Andy? Uh, no. Okay, Not get yet. There. Get there by the time Laura starts. So, Laura, are you willing to be the witness in this case, Mrs. Snarfleblatt? Snarfleblatt. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Mrs. Snarfleblatt, what did Mr. Johnson say to the defendant on the night in question? Well, he said, you know. Objection! I... <laughs> jump, Andy, jump! <laughs> Keep squatting and jumping up and yelling objection. Objection. <laughs> objection. Oh, my God. One more. The objection. Okay. What rule of evidence would you cite in this case? Uh, her testimony is uh, boring. And it sucks. <laughs> Not a rule. How dare you? <laughs> Not a rule. 
But let's move on. You get the point. Okay, the final exercise before you, or before I think you can be officially trained as a lawyer, is the book press. So grab that stack of heavy books. All right, tell me when you're ready. Oh, that is oh, wow. pretty big. Ooh. I like it. Yes, that is good. Okay. So we often have to carry around heavy books in our jobs, and sometimes we even read them. So grab the books, lay on the floor, and lift them high above your face. But don't drop them on your face, Andy. That's a, that's a different workout. <laughs> you don't want to break the moneymaker. <laughs> okay. So lift it up. And as you lift up that book, you have to shout the rule against perpetuities. <laughs> oh, no. I'm having bar exam flashbacks. <laughs> oh. The rule against perpetuities. What was it? Per- <laughs> Perpetuities, Andy. Perpetuities. Rule. Nah, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, recitation of rules, it's it's how you know you're learning and growing. Uh, In any case, Andy, I think we've put you through enough, so I won't make you do the cross-examination fit or the briefcase lunges today. (laughs) Joe and Laura, what do you think? How's Andy done today? You know, I... I almost gave up after the rule against perpetuities myself, so <laughs> yeah. I, I can't blame Andy for that little hiccup. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I I think you did well, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I think you're I think you're ready for the real life of lawyering. Oh, for your next workout, we can make you do the paper chase. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, thanks, Andy. I think you did a great job. And preponderance. Go- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Before we go, we have a special message in true work-from-home fashion from Joe's daughter. Hi. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. (laughs) Now go right up to the mic and say it again really in a loud voice. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Perfect. Good job. See, everybody's cheering. Yay. Yeah, good job. Good job. job. All right. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. We hope you're all staying safe and well, and that we can provide a helpful break. Visit the COVID-19 Resources Center on our law firm management page at practice.finelaw.com for information on working remotely, helpful technology, and maintaining mental health. We'll continue to update that page as the situation develops. We'll also provide links to content referenced in the episode in the show notes. If you have a minute to spare, please rate and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay strong, stay home if you can, and stay tuned.